Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Indie Film Seminars Presents Budget, Schedule, and Financing Independent Films. This is Demystifying the Process with Jennifer Hutchins. And I am bringing you the top 10 things that every filmmaker needs to know. Whether you're an independent filmmaker who needs to provide a budget for a potential investor, or maybe you already have the money, you're one of the lucky few, but you need to explain how it's going to be spent. Or you're an actor that, you know, isn't getting all the parts that you want. You want to star in your own film, take your career to the next level. Or a director who needs to stay within budget, but you want to get your creative vision still on the big screen. Well, there's a lot of ways to fast track your projects to the big screen, and you just got to know some simple tips. Uh, there's a process to everything. And I have the top ten insider secrets that people won't tell you. And so once you break it down, it's a lot easier than you think. But first and foremost, when you're making a film, you need to know how to read and navigate a budget. It can seem like you're reading something from an alien spaceship if you don't if you don't know what these numbers mean and why. Um, so uh, at a later time, we will spend hours walking you through how to actually read a budget at indie film seminars. Um, but once, once you kind of get the gist of how to read the budget, what we'll do is we'll break down your film script into what we call elements. And these are things within your scenes that cost money, um, locations, cast, props, special equipment, etc. That's the insider secret number two. So we'll go through that and uh, get you comfortable with being able to identify things that cost you money. Um, insider secret number three is putting those elements into a breakdown sheet. Uh, this is where you pop it into scene by scene. Into A lot of the industry uses something called movie magic scheduling. They make it really user-friendly to go scene by scene and put those in there. Um, the secret number four is once you have all that input in there, you're going to need to break down into a shoot schedule. And you can order it by location. So you'll find out, you know, scenes one, three, and five might be at a mansion, and you know you want to schedule all of your mansion scenes on day one, and so on, so on. So once you've seen how that's all going to set up, um, you can start to set up your budget accounts. You've got a million dollars. You need to figure out where to allocate that and how is that going to be split between your cast, your producers, your directors, your equipment, your crew, your labor costs, all that good stuff. Um, and then, you know, you're looking at, you've broken down your elements. You know what your props are, your costumes, your cast. You need to determine how much money now you're going to allocate for each of those budgets. Um, it depends on how big your movie is, but usually each department will have a department head that gets their own budget that they then get to allocate out from your main budget. Um, so then you'll, you're going to take a look at your scenes and determine how much labor is needed on a day-to-day -day basis. You might have three days of nighttime exteriors with a lot of lighting, but you're going to need a lot of more gaffers and grips to set up that lighting and run those cords. Um, whereas other days, it might be a daytime exterior, you know, you might only need one or two guys. So those are elements that you'll account for in your budget. 
Um, we are to secret number eight. This is one that people don't talk about. And when you're doing a low budget money, uh, a low budget film, uh, it's going to cost a lot of money if you decide to go union. And um, you know, if you want Screen Actors Guild actors in your movie, that's going to cost you money. Uh, Writers Guild writers, Directors Guild directors, and so on. Um, so you need to account for those numbers and come up with which agreement fits into your budget and sign those with the individual unions. Um, now, here's the thing. There are a lot of union crew, and they're usually covered under IOTSI. Um, If you hire one, and they can work non-union projects, but if you hire one person that's actually a union player on your film, you run the risk of being flipped. And all it takes is one phone call to IOTSI Teamsters, one of those guys, and you know, maybe somebody wants to get their hours or their um, health and uh, benefits, and they can say, you know, we they've got union workers on a non-union film. The what they'll do is show up and possibly cause all of your workers to strike. And at that point, you need to replace them, or you need to make your film a union film, which is going to cost a, a quite a big uh, chunk of change. So, anyways, we'll talk further about that at a later time as well. Um, the last secret, nine and ten. Nine is insurance. Again, we're looking at our elements. If you've got a lot of stunts, explosions, whatever, your insurance company is going to go, uh, yeah, we're going to increase uh, increase that insurance covering. That's going to cost you a lot more money. So if it doesn't hurt the overall, overall story to take some of those out, you might want to consider that. You know, and then lastly, we get down to what rates to pay crew. I mean, everything's negotiable, film business. And um, sometimes people are willing to negotiate rather than be unemployed. Um, but we're running out of time here. So if you want more information, go to www.indiefilmseminars.com. And also, if you want a transcript of this, we'll just email it directly to you. Uh, email us at indiefilmseminars at gmail.com. And this is Jennifer Hutchins. I am the uh, seminar producer uh, where we go more in-depth. And as usual, I am demystifying the process.